Hey, how are you doing? My name is Dean Dwyer, and you are listening to another episode of, wait for it, because there's a name change, The Habit Show. And before I even get into the tagline, let me tell you why I'm changing the name. I have ultimately landed on the fact that while I like the name Unrecognizable, uh, it does not mean anything to anybody else, that it requires an explanation, and that's resistance. And my whole journey, my whole habit journey, uh, and what has led me to be wildly successful in transforming my body at, I'm now 56, but this started when I was 53, and I've been able to sustain those results for 987 days as of today, I'm 13 days away from my first 1,000 days, uh, is because I relentlessly eliminate resistance. Anything that is going to cause me not to want to do something, I find a way to eliminate the resistance so I can keep showing up every day and doing it. And the name unrecognizable comes with resistance because it's not self-explanatory when people land on it. They don't know exactly what it means. It requires them to jump through an additional hoop. So I thought even though I like the name, it's it's it needs to be something that's self-explanatory. So uh, for the podcast, I'm calling it The Habit Show. Right, so I don't think anyone's going to land on that title and go, "Hmm, I don't know what is this about." Right? Everybody knows what a habit is. So it's self-explanatory, it eliminates resistance, and then people get to decide like, "Do I want to know about habits or do I feel I've got my habits uh, you know, in line and and I don't need this information?" So, but it's very easy for people to know what it is that I'm doing. I also changed the name of the newsletter to Habit Secrets, and I've come up with a tagline with that too that again, um, if, if you go through and you look at the theme on my newsletters, I'm always talking about, you know, it always kind of gets back to behavior change, right? It, it's talking about habits. So I thought, let's niche down. Let's not, let's remove resistance for people so they know exactly what they're going to get. And I called it Habit Secrets because it's insights that I've discovered that I'm not seeing anywhere else, right? Lots of people talking about the science behind habits. To be honest, I don't give a rat's ass about the science behind habits because the science and turning that into behavior are two very different things. Very, very different, right? You know, what's done in a lab or, you know, in an observed study is not the same as when people are behaving and they don't think they're being watched, right? Those are two very different things. So for me, what I'm writing about and what I'm talking about are my discoveries at changing my behavior after the age of 53, uh, and being able to sustain that now for, as I said, almost 1,000 days. So, um, uh, but that's not today's show. Today's show, I actually wanted to talk about Will Smith and the Oscar slap. And specifically what I want to talk about is how that relates to behavior change. And I know this seems like a far stretch, right? Like they don't seem like they're related at all, but they really are. So, the the title for this or the way to for me to frame this for you is to think about that there are two scenarios that can happen or sorry there are two possible scenarios there are other scenarios but the, the there's two categories that can happen when you are adopting a new habit there's the unexpected and there's the unpredictable and I'd like to explain my definition of each so when you are decide to do something, there are scenarios that can happen that might derail you. But you know, like they exist in your consciousness. You know they could happen. I call those unexpected events, 
right? Meaning that in an ideal world, this is how things are going to play out. However, um, there are unexpected things that can happen that we are consciously aware of that we could plan for in advance. So if they do happen, we know how to navigate them, right? So um, if you think, for example, you're giving, or sorry, let me, let me use a, uh, an eating example, right? If I, um, if I know that I'm going to eat at someone's place, and you know, and then I know, like, okay, I'm not going to have sweets. Like, I'm not, I, I don't have sugar, so I'm not having any dessert. But I can plan for that in advance, right? I can think, like, okay, what are all the possibilities here that could go wrong, right? Um, and you know, and some of it could be, for example, um, we don't eat until like an hour or two later. And so, what I could do is I could bring a handful of nuts with me that, like, in case that scenario happens, and I'm famished, then I have something that I can eat that will get me through that moment. So. And I do this a lot now. It's something I did not do before. It's a skill that I have have continued to work on mastering. But it's deciding in advance. It's sort of looking at all the possible worst case scenarios that I know could exist, that could come up, and then planning for them. So for me, failure, the way I consider, the way I think about failure is failure is when uh, an unexpected event that I'm aware of derails me. That's a failure because I knew that this could happen and I didn't navigate it successfully. So I consider that to be a failure. And it's a failure on my part not to learn from it and not to keep repeating it over and over again. Which, by the way, understanding it and putting it into practice, two very different things. I've been really good at it with my successful body stuff been really good at it in terms of trying to improve the quality of my sleep but there's other areas of my life that I am still a a big big work in progress so that's the unexpected the unpredictable my definition of the unpredictable is something that presently does it's not part of your consciousness it is not something that you have ever considered could happen so for example I'll give you a couple of quick examples of the unpredict unpredictable COVID was unpredictable. There is no one, no one out there who thought like, wow, like there could be a pandemic that could come and rock the world for the next two years. Nobody, nobody, like no one saw that coming, right? So unpredictable event, 9-11, unpredictable. There was, there, it just wasn't in our consciousness. It wasn't something we conceived as a possibility. And then what I alluded to earlier is um, the, Will, the Will Smith slap at the Oscars, right? So if you're unfamiliar with it, uh, Chris Rock was uh, presenting an award. He made what I deem to be an inappropriate joke. Turns out he, um, uh, he made it. Uh, it, was, it was impromptu. It wasn't part of what he had planned on talking about. It was, it was a, a joke at the expense of um, Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, Will Smith's wife, um, I said there's a whole other show I could do on on the consequences of uh, I'm not a fan of comedy that makes fun of other people like that's just not my idea of humor and I believe there are consequences for that you know regardless of I know people try to hide behind oh it's just humor and it's like you know what there's nothing positive about making fun of other people anyhow that's a different that's a different show anyway he made a comment and Will Smith took uh, well actually Will Smith had a moment of insanity where he uh, went up on stage on a live broadcast in front of millions of people and slapped him in the face. And I saw a, a tweet the following day and somebody said, 
Like, where was security for that? And, you know, I was thinking about that. And I thought, you know what? Like, that was not an unexpected event. That was an unpredictable event. And I'll tell you why it's unpredictable. If you look at the history of the Oscars, never in its history did they have an act of violence like that that had happened. Right? It had never happened. So um, the, the gentleman who was responsible for producing the show, his name was Will Packer. So imagine them months and months ago sitting down with, with, with his Oscar planning party um, and, and sort of going through like, okay, what are all the possible worst case scenarios here that could happen? Right, I guarantee you, nobody said, "Hey, listen, there could be an act of violence by um, by one of the nominees on the presenters." Like it just, it's not, it was not on our radar of possibilities, right? Just like a few years ago, the idea of the wrong um, ballot being read off, or that the the wrong winner was announced, or whatever whatever that kerfuffle was back then, that wasn't on their radar. However. Um, oh, sorry. So I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. That's unpredictable. You cannot plan for the unpredictable because it's, it has never happened before. So when I look at, like when we are on our journey uh, to creating habits, and I, I said I want to tie this back to habits, there is two types of failures. There's failure that we can control, and that's when we do not do the work to try and eliminate the unexpected. Um, but the unpredictable is not a failure because it's just simply something that we did not know could ever possibly happen, right? So when the unpredictable happens, the only thing that we can do is we can go, wow, like I never saw that coming. But now that I know that that's a possibility that exists, I will plan for that in the future, in fact, I just read an article this morning, and, and this, is, this is what happens after unpredictable events happen. I mean, we can go back to 9-11, right? The moment that after 9-11 happened, it, it, it forever changed how we fly, right? There are all sorts of things that have gone into effect now as a result of 9-11, right? So that, we, that is now an unexpected event that we plan for. Right, and that because it's it's now known, but it was not known before then, so there was no possible way that we could plan for it. Um, same thing now with the Oscars. Uh, that's something that moving forward, like you'll see in next year's award, like there will be security around now, you know, to prevent from that. The other thing to keep in mind too, when an unpredictable event happens, is that it's going to be copied. Right, there's all sorts of copycats out there now. And I read an article this morning that comedy clubs are now rethinking security. And they should because this is now a – this is no longer an unpredictable event. This could very well be an unexpected event that happens in any comedy club anywhere. And I guarantee it's going to start happening, right? The moment something happens, it opens the door for all sorts of other people to start sort of mimicking the behavior. So comedy clubs need to – Start saying like, okay, this is a possibility now. Like this, this is something we know does now exist and can exist, and we need to plan for this so it doesn't happen. So, um, what does this mean for you and sort of your your habit building journey? Uh, my job when um, I fail at something is the first question I have to ask is: Was this an unexpected event or an unpredictable event? 
If it's unexpected, then I need to hold myself accountable. It's like, dude, like you can't keep making this same mistake and then getting all frustrated that you're not getting anywhere. Um, so I have to look at unexpected or unpredictable. If it's unpredictable, I don't beat myself up over that. Right? I look at that and I say, yeah, there was uh, like I never thought that was a possibility, but now I know it exists. I can plan for it in the future. And I want to say the same thing to you is that um, you, you want to begin distinguishing between the unexpected and the unpredictable. Hold yourself accountable when you are consistently making mistakes with the unexpected, right? Where you're not doing the work to plan in advance and say, like, you know, we go into everything assuming it's going to work. That's not the way, uh, you know, we're setting ourselves up for failure when we go into everything thinking, oh, yeah, this is going to work perfectly. It's like, no, no. Listen, in an ideal world, here's what I'm hoping is going to happen. But here are all the possible things that could go wrong. And here's how I'm going to here's how I'm going to plan to navigate each of them. And even within the unexpected, you may put a plan in place and it doesn't work. That's not a failure either. If you kind of go, oh, okay, I thought that would work, so that didn't. So now I'm gonna have to I need to come up with a better plan. Right? So it's it's sort of distinguishing what kind of failure you're experiencing. You should be ticked off at yourself when you're consistently making unexpected mistakes. But you need to practice forgiveness when you when you recognize that you are in the you know you you have just experienced an unpredictable event. There is no way we can plan for that, but we can learn from it so that we can plan for it in the future. That is it, my friend. Have an awesome rest of today, and I'll see you next week on the Habit Show.